Welcome to another episode of the International Interview. No politicians, no pundits, no propaganda. This is just real people with real knowledge talking about the real world. Today we are speaking with... Kelsey Gerdy. And you are from? The Netherlands. And from what city are you from? Um, I'm from The Hague. And where is that relatively in the country? Um, the Hague is in the, the south part of the Netherlands. Okay. So why did you and your family decide to travel to the country? Um, my dad is American, but he works for Shell, the oil company. And so he was relocated there. Okay. And at what age did you... I'm assuming you were, you were born in the United States, correct? I was born in the U.S. Where in the U.S. were you born? I was born in New Orleans. Okay. And at what age did you, you, you and your family travel to Netherlands and move there? We moved to the Netherlands when I was three years old. So I'm assuming you were, like, really young. I don't know if you remember this or not. Maybe you were too young. But do you have any recollection, recollection of being against it or for it? Or do you feel as if, like, you were too young at the time? Um, I feel like I was too young at the time. Okay. I didn't really have a say. Okay. And then when you were there as an American, would you say that it was, it was difficult for you to make friends or was making friends easy? Making friends was hard in the beginning because I was at a Dutch school initially and uh, it was hard being the outsider. But once we uh, went to an American school, it was easier. There was more kids like you that uh, weren't Dutch. So when you're at the Dutch school, did they speak only Dutch? Were there, was the language that was taught in the school English, or was it a combination of both? Or? Um, it was a combination of both, just because under Dutch law, you have to um, learn English uh, from a young age. But half the cl- classes were in Dutch, half them were in English. How about, like, the street signs there and stuff saying that you have to learn English? Are they written in English? Are they written in Dutch? Street signs are all in Dutch. And then, like, even, even like, when you go to, like, a shopping mall or something, like, all, like, the general, like, menus or whatnot, restaurants, everything's written in Dutch? Or is it, like, a mixture? Everything's in Dutch. Um, everyone in Holland mostly speaks English, so if you ever have questions, like, in a menu or in something, they will help you out. But it's always in Dutch. Okay, so then... After you, you initially transferred from that Dutch school to the English school, was the language there like primarily English and what you spoke? Or? Yeah, the, the, the American school was run by the American embassy, so it followed an American curriculum. So most of the teachers were American and you took standard classes all in English. How was that like structure different to the way like the American college is run, like here at Virginia Tech? Was it different or like just like was it more along the lines of like homework and like only homework or tasks? Like was like the general academic structure different, would you say, or fairly similar? It was a little different. I guess it depended on your teacher. Um, I know some of my more foreign teachers were much more relaxed with homework and things like that. And uh, they were more about learning to learn and not you know, pushing information so that you regurgitate it. It was more like finding a passion. Whereas the American teachers, it seemed to be a lot more structured and mathematical and a lot more difficult. How about, like, I was really curious to find, like, history. Did you guys learn more about history in, like, Europe or America, or was it, like, a balance? I never took American history, actually. But you're in American school. But uh, I know. I'm at American school, and the only American history course they offered was AP American history 
and everyone said that was ridiculously hard because the teachers. So I always took, um, I took like Middle East history and I took uh, a lot more European history. And even when we learned about World War II and things like that, it was always focused on the European front, never the Pacific, which was kind of interesting. That is very interesting. Okay, outside of school, what would you say your, I guess like average day was like, you know, growing up maybe in like your middle school to like to, like high school years? Um, well, we all rode bikes to school every day, so when when school ended, we all hung out somewhere. Usually, when we were younger, we'd always go to, like, the parks or things like that, and the guys would play basketball, and the girls would just hang out, or you'd all go get food, or, um, you know, do sports after. Field hockey was really popular, so you'd all go to field hockey practice. So is there, like, is, I'm assuming, is soccer, like, the, the main sport there, just because seen them compete in like the world cup and whatnot or is it a balance of other sports as well i think actually it's field hockey field hockey is the biggest sport in holland that's definitely what they love and then soccer is obviously very popular as well how about you did you personally like play any sports there i played field hockey for about a year in a dutch league two years and it was really awful because i wasn't dutch and they were really mean to me so I stopped and I started doing more like American sports like basketball and volleyball. Would you say that they were mean to you because uh, you're American or just like as a joking way? Like seriously or was it just like... Oh, like definitely because I was American. Especially when I was in middle school when girls were just like really mean and catty. Mm-hmm. And they would like speak Dutch to you because they knew you couldn't speak it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Was there like, would you say, how about like... The country as a whole, is there, like, a good amount of racism, or would you, or did you experience, like, racism or anything along those lines, or? Um, I don't think so. The country is very tolerant and accepting. So, okay, so I read a little bit about the climate there, and they said that, you know, they get a fair share amount of precipitation and whatnot, and mm-hmm. I guess, how would you best describe the climate in Netherlands? Um, it's very depressing. Why it's is that? just always cloudy and it rains every time you're outside. And there's always a wind blowing and, you know, against you. And But the summers are beautiful and, like, mild. It makes you appreciate warm weather a lot more, but usually it's very dark and cold and rainy. How about, like, snow in the winter? Do they get snow or...? No, there's not much snow. It never gets below uh, zero Celsius. It usually always stays zero to five. Sometimes hail. We had a really big winter last year, though. There was some snow, but that was unusual. Yeah. And, like, the canals would freeze over, and that's always a huge deal. Interesting. So, just to change up the topic a little bit, what would you describe as some very common and popular types of foods to eat there? Um, fish is very big. Like, herring is, like, very traditional Dutch as well as cheese and pancakes and, uh, uh, like, sausage rolls and things like that. Yeah. Not very healthy food. <laughs> yeah. If you had a friend or someone you knew going to the Netherlands and they asked you, Kelsey, what was one dish that I had to try, what would you say? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Probably poffridges. And what are those? It's like um, mini pancake things. They're really good. <laughs> so it's like a breakfast food? 
it's not breakfast. They eat it for regular meals. Oh, really? They have, like, pancake houses, and they're huge, and they're not traditional American pancakes. They're very large and thin, sort of like crepes, and you can get them savory or sweet, and they, you can go to ones, and they have 200 different types. That's it's, crazy. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> How about just, like, are there, do you see, like, fast foods? Are there pretty, like, the kind of fast foods that you see here, like McDonald's and that kind of stuff, or like, do they have their own unique fast foods, or is it, like, a mixture of both? Um, there's definitely a mixture. Downtown, there's a lot. We have, you know, a Burger King and a Kentucky Fried Chicken and a McDonald's, but they're they're kind of in establishments. They're not, like, their own building. Like, there would never be a drive-thru. Yeah. There's no drive-thrus in Holland at okay. all. Um, but they also have their own fast food. Uh, there's a large Turkish population there. Okay. And there's a lot of, like, Turkish kebab kind of fast food places that you go through. Okay. That's that's very interesting. How about like when you go shopping? I'm sure you're being you've been in the United States for you know you're a freshman sophomore year now. Mm-hmm. Would you, you've probably done your fair share of shopping here? I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Correct. Would you say that like shops are different or are they like the same type of designs? Like the Hugo Boss is here, the Hugo Boss is there, or are like there different brand name stores? Or would you say that's also pretty similar? There's definitely different brand name stores. I personally like shopping in the U.S just because it fits my style a little more. Mm-hmm. Europe has, uh, I don't know, actually. It's just very different. Like, if I was to live in America, I wouldn't buy clothes from Europe. Like, yeah. and when I live in Europe, I wouldn't wear clothes I'd buy from America because mm-hmm. you stick out a lot easier. Yeah. But there's definitely different brands. Like, at least in The Hague, there wasn't, like, a Banana Republic or a Macy's or anything yeah. like that but they do have like Tommy Hilfiger and Hugo Boss and um do you know of any like brands just unique to there just curiosity um Perk and Kloppenberg were very big it was kind of like a department store and I really liked it there okay what would you say if there is one was a dominant religion um I guess Christianity Christianity but there was, you said there was a subset of, like, a pretty big population of Turks as well. Yeah, there was quite a big Turkish population. So there was a lot of mosques and things like that as well in certain parts. Yeah. How would you describe... Um, sorry. How would you describe, like, recreation other than... Like, would you say, like, there's, like, swimming teams, like, for children to get involved in and... Sports teams, like, did you grow up playing a sport there other than, I said you, um, you said you played field hockey a little bit. Did mm-hmm. you grow up, like, like here, you know, like, I know a lot of families, like, in America, the average, like, kid goes up playing soccer or something. Like, is there mm-hmm. others? I'm sure there's opportunities like that there as well, correct? There's a ton of opportunities. I feel like it's a very family-oriented place, so they have a lot of things for kids. And from a young age, they get them playing sports, mm-hmm. and they continue it. There's a lot of different leagues, and it's really easy to join. That's very interesting. Okay, just to change up the topic a little bit, how would you describe the government structure there? Is it similar to here, or or are there, like, elections, or... Yeah, and how would you describe it? Um, it's definitely different from here. Um, we do have a queen, but she's not... Everyone loves the queen, but she has no power at all. The only sure. thing she does is once a year she reads the tax report, I think. To be honest, I don't really know much about Dutch politics. Yeah, yeah, of course. I wasn't really interested. I couldn't really follow it. It was really different from ours. Yeah. 
Um, but there is a queen. Yeah, there is a queen. There is a royal family, and they, they still are, get celebrated a lot. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of national holidays revolved around them, but they don't hold much power. It's just more of a parliament. Mm-hmm. Are there any, just out of curiosity, like, unique... Like, I know here in America you hear about, like, Crips, Bloods, like, various, like, notorious gangs. Mm-hmm. Like, is there that kind of a problem there? If so, are there, like, any gangs that are known to, to cause trouble there? Or There are. There's kind of, like, these two distinct groups of, I guess, younger people that cause a lot of problems. I don't... They're, we call them shoonies. I don't know. Okay. But they have, like, a very distinct look, like, all gray tracksuits. Uh-huh. And uh, they were, would, like, carry around knives and kind of do, like, the stabbings and things like that. And, you shoonies, know. you said? Yeah, you call yeah. them shoonies. <laughs> um, that was, like, their, their Dutch slang name. And then there was also the Turks. Like, there was the Turks and the shoonies, and the, the shoonies were, like, the Dutch ones, and then the Turks were, like, the Turkish. So some, would you say a lot of Turks and Dutch don't get along there? Yeah, they really don't. There's, I don't know why... Um, I guess relig- religion differences and things like that, but uh, wh- that w- I don't know. Those were just like the Turks and the Shunis were always calling them the trouble. Yeah. Okay, so if I were going to Netherlands as a tourist, what would be some main attractions that I should see? Um, well, I would say go to Amsterdam before you go to The Hague, because okay. The Hague, all that's there really is the Peace Palace. Okay. And what, what is that? Um, it's just where they have a lot of the, uh, uh, like, the Swedish guy that had, uh, what was it called, Pirate Bay? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know Pirate Bay? I have not. Pirate Bay is, like, a website that you could do illegal downloading of torrents and music, and it was kind of like the first big, like, LimeWire okay. sort of-ish. And when he got prosecuted, they prosecuted him in the Peace Palace and in The Hague, even though he was Swedish. It's kind of like where they bring all... UN, uh, uh, EU mm-hmm. crimes, like big ones, they bring it there and they hold the hearings there. But um, I would say Amsterdam, you'd want to go to the Leidsenplein, which is like the major square, and Museumplein, which is like where all the museums are, like the Van Gogh Museum and the big park uh, where the I Am Amsterdam sign is. Mm-hmm. And there's also like Vondel Park, which is like notorious for drug use. Is it? It's one of the places in Amsterdam where you can, like, openly use drugs. And it's fun to just, like, go through it. It's a really clean park, and it's fun. But, like, there's a lot of history there. Yeah. And Frank House. Speaking of, like, drugs, I'm sure many people know, you know, marijuana is is acceptable and illegal to use there. Mm -hmm. And just describe, I guess, could you describe that kind of environment? Was there a lot of, did did you encounter a lot of marijuana growing up? Or is it just, like, considered the way alcohol is here, like, you know, pretty common? Or, yeah, you know, can you mind just talking a little bit more about that? Um, well, yeah, the drug use there was very open and tolerant. You can drink legally when you're 16. Okay. Uh, as long as it's 15% of alcohol and less, so beer and wine. Mm-hmm. And then when you're 18, you can actually drink harder alcohol, which I think prevent prevents a lot of kids from binge drinking. Like, drinking really isn't popular there, and... You never see kids binge drink like you do in America. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's sort of the same way with marijuana. It's when you're 18, you can go into a coffee shop and legally buy just however much. And the whole point of coffee shops is that you're buying from a reliable source. Nothing's laced. It's not 
sketchy. You're not being introduced to different drugs. Like, in America, they say it's a gateway drug Mm -hmm. because it leads to other things where, in Holland, it seems to be enough. Like, you're not being introduced to anything else. And it's so common, you don't really think twice about it. And you said you buy them in coffee shops? Mm -hmm. Like, the... The coffee we drink, like Starbucks, like that kind of No, coffee. that's like a huge mistake. If you want coffee, you go to a cafe. Okay. If you want weed, you go to a coffee shop. Do they sell coffee at that coffee shop or is it str- like straight? Coffee weed? shops are just weed. Okay. I mean, they have like, you can get like drinks there, non alcoholic drinks. Like, just, it's yeah. just, I guess it's like just a coffee shop for weed. Like, mm-hmm. it, you, you walk up, it, you walk in, it looks like any other. I guess a bar, but behind the bar is weed, mm-hmm. and they have a menu of weed mm-hmm. and the prices, and you can get up to five grams a day of anything, and so they have everything there, and you can just um, say you want three grams of weed, and you got rolling papers, and you sit down in a seat and grab, you know, water, or a soda, and you sit with your friends, and sometimes they have music, and mm-hmm. you just light up in this little, Relax. little yeah. coffee shop. Is it, like, you know how they have a lot of regulations here, like, you can't drink and drive with alcohol. Mm -hmm. If you're under 21, you can't have it in your system whatsoever. You know, you can't have an open container in public. Is there a lot of, like, regulation with it there like that? Like, you can't, maybe you can't hold a joint out in public, or, Mm -hmm. or, and if so, how do they regulate it? I feel like, at least with weed, they regulate it quite a bit. Um, If you're under 18 and you do have weed on you, they usually just confiscate it. Okay. But um, they can fine you quite a bit, and you can go to jail. And usually it's just cops walking around. You're not allowed to smoke publicly um, except in certain areas. In Amsterdam, it's much more tolerated just because it's more of a tourist destination. But in Amsterdam, it's like you can only smoke weed in this park and in this park mm-hmm. and in this coffee shop and on this street because they don't want you to be, like, next to a school and, like, lighting up. Yeah. A, a blunt and yeah. so if they see you do that they usually just fine you so you said the legal age is 18 mm-hmm. is that the same for drinking as well um for drinking it's 16 for 16. beer and wine and i personally had experience of like going to england when i is a drinking setting kind of like a pub is that what they call it there or like yeah. you know here we have like bars is it called like a pub there or like what's it called like the place where like i guess people like go out and like gather to drink or, um we called it bars, but it's definitely more of a pub setting. It's really low-key. It's not, like, huge dance floor and a rave. You know, there are places like that, but the majority of them are very low-key and fun and just relaxing. And all bars close at 2. Yeah. And, yeah. What's the currency there, and what's it called? Um, it's euros. Okay. So it's, it's, so it's euro. standard, yeah. Yeah. How about music? Can you describe, like music that you listened to growing up as well as if it wasn't the national music like what I guess music from Netherlands would be like um, Dutch music I guess you would call it they listen to a lot of I guess like the top 20 from America like they're big into American music but they also listen to a lot of house and electronic music like Armin van Buren he's a very popular uh, house artist okay a lot of people in America know him now as well, and uh, um, yeah, it's very electronic, I think. Okay, and then how about you growing up? Listen, you pretty much the, just listen to like mainstream music that like that was like you know originated from America, like mainstream music here, or like did they have their own subset of mainstream music there? 
Um, it was mostly American mainstream. There was a couple Dutch artists, but I didn't really like their music. Yeah. And then how about television shows? Was that also a lot of American television shows, or did you grow up watching a lot of shows that are unique to the Netherlands, or, like, you know, to Amsterdam or that area? Um, because most people spoke English fluently, it was basically all American sitcoms, I guess. Mm -hmm. Same thing, like, you'd have here, like, Friends, King of Queens, things like that. They did have their own talk shows that were Dutch that I thought were really funny and interesting, like, their own Conan O'Brien and people like that. But, um, it was mostly American. Sometimes they would dub it over in Dutch, which was frustrating. Yeah. Okay, and then, so if there's one thing you wish every American should know about Netherlands, what would that one thing be? I know it's a very on the in the moment kind of a question but one thing um or interesting fact or anything um i don't know i think i guess holland is just a very different place um i think it's really unique and i think it's really special just because everyone there is so tolerant and accepting of anyone that comes in and it's such like a it's i feel like it's very different from america just because you're given a lot more freedoms when you were a kid and I don't know what I'm saying but it's it's a really cool place and I think it's everyone should visit it that's awesome well thank you so much for sharing your time and insight with us Kelsey all right well that wraps thank up you. that wraps up the Plaid Avengers international interview be sure to tune in next time for another round of international insight from another guest from another country somewhere on planet earth <laughs>